Hello and welcome. This is an episode to update you on some of the cases I've covered. If you like to listen and or watch, if you would like to listen and or watch the podcast episodes I'm referring to, the titles will be in the description. So first is the family fire deaths of the Philpot family. Mick, along with his wife Myried, killed their six children in a fire. Well, as of 30th of November 2020, Myried is free. She is 39 years old. If you recall, she was sentenced for 17 years and she served half of her sentence, serving 8.5 years. She will be given a new identity for protection. Her husband, Mick, has a minimum of 15 years to serve. An accomplice, Paul Mosley, is due for release this year. Next was the murder of Bobby Jo Stinnett, and she was a pregnant woman who was killed by Lisa Montgomery, who claimed the baby as her own. As you know, Lisa was sentenced to death and is the only woman on death row. However, her planned execution date, December 8th, 2020, passed and she had been scheduled to be put to death by legal injection at the Federal Correctional Complex in Terre Haute, Indiana in December, but it was delayed after her attorneys contracted coronavirus visiting their client and asked for an extension on the time to file a clemency petition. We all know Donald Trump is for the death penalty and as he prepares to leave the White House, his administration has been increasing the pace of federal executions, whereas newly elected President Joe Biden opposes the death penalty and his spokesman, TJ Ducklow, has said he would work to end its use. But Biden has not said whether he will halt federal executions after he takes office on the 20th of January. So on the 22nd of January 2021, it was stated that her execution can go ahead and this will be before Joe Biden takes office. U.S. District Court Judge Randolph Moss had ruled the Justice Department unlawfully rescheduled Montgomery's execution and he vacated an order from the director of the Bureau of Prisons scheduling her death for the 12th of January. So this is a quick update because as of the 13th of January, which was a Wednesday, she was pronounced dead at 1.31 a.m. after receiving a lethal injection and she died at the federal prison complex where she was due to have her execution. So this has been heavily criticised for her being executed as it was suggested that she had a mental illness and that she had, you know, pseudoscisis, she'd experienced delusions, hallucinations and an expert witness did testify that was correct. However, she was put to death. She's the first woman put to death by the United States government for almost seven decades. So Donald Trump has received much criticism for this, especially the fact that she was um, subject to torture and sexual violence in her lifetime. According to Donald Trump's recently departed Attorney General William Barr, this is delivering justice for a staggeringly brutal murder. Okay, so the next case I would like to refer to is the developments of Breonna Taylor's case. On the 23rd of September 2020, one of the officers involved, Brent Hankinson, has been charged, was charged with wanton endangerment for firing into a neighbour's apartment in Louisville, not for Breonna Taylor's murder. Under Kentucky law, someone is guilty of wanton endangerment if they have commit an act that shows an extreme indifference to the value of human life. This lowest level felony offence can come with a five-year sentence for each count. He has been charged with three counts. Also in November 2020, he was being sued by a woman who accused him of sexually assaulting her. Two other detectives as of December 2020 seemed to be facing dismissal and Detective Joshua James received a pre-termination letter and he was the one who sought the no-knock search warrant that led detectives to her apartment and another found to have opened fire. Professional Standards Unit investigation found that Joshua had violated department procedures for preparation of a search warrant and truthfulness 
and his attorney said this. Detective Miles Cosgrove also also received a pre-termination letter. Media outlets later reported, citing his attorney Jared Beck. Kentucky's Attorney General has said it was Cosgrove who appeared to have fired the fatal shot at Taylor, according to ballistics tests. So as yet, there are still no arrests for Breonna Taylor's murder. I would also say that I will keep you updated with any significant developments in the episodes I've updated and hope to do this on a frequent basis. I would like to quote the source Sis. I would like to quote the sources I've used for today, the BBC, The Guardian, The Daily Mail, Sky.com and The Mirror. Thank you for listening and I'll see you in my next episode.